0: TWD Plant City WLCC Brandon Faith Talk Tampa online at letstalkfaith.com or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey up next is Fresh Wind Radio sponsored by Love First Christian Center this program is pre-recorded it's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio oh magnify
1: Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Meaning, praise God, we have to get people engaged. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Oh, magnify, lift his name, glorify him. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. you again, family. I'm so happy that you're here with us today, streaming along with us as we go through this season. Can't wait to see your face, but let's get into the Word today. If You have your Bibles, outlines, nooks, androids, whatever you're going to use to follow along, take copious notes. Let's make our faith confession. This is my Bible. I can be what it says I can be. I can do what it says I can do. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. I believe that my life will never be the same after hearing and doing the living word of God in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. As I start today's message, we're dealing to part three of No Fear, God is here. Fear is a limiter, faith is unlimited. Fear will paralyze purpose. When you step into purpose, fear will appear. Purpose will often take us in a direction we don't want to go, which leads to uncertainty, which is the breeding ground of fear. Man wants certainty. But God wants us to walk by faith and not by sight. Fear is a limiter. Faith is unlimited. They say 70% of the things we think about are negative. 2 Timothy 1.7 tells us, For God did not give us a spirit of timidity or cowardice or fear, but he's given us a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind, judgment, personal discipline, abilities that result in a calm, well-balanced mind, and self-control. Now, why does fear come? Fear comes to infect your faith. Fear comes to infect your faith. So I have to realize when I feel fear creeping in, it's an indicator that my faith tank is low. We must not allow ourselves to minimize God's plan because we heard someone else's fear. The Bible speaks of four kinds of fears in the Bible. Fear of man, fear of death, fear of the future, and fear of danger. These are the four fears that are spoken in the Bible. Fear of man, fear of death, fear of future, and fear of danger. Man, death, future, and danger. Last week, we talked about one of the solutions, and David taught us this, was from Psalms chapter 34. It says this, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will be continually in my mouth. My soul makes boast in the Lord. I will humble the humble and downtrodden will hear and rejoice. Oh, magnify. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Meaning, praise God, we have to get people engaged. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Oh, magnify, lift his name, glorify him. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. It will minimize our problems. This is verse 4. I sought the Lord on the authority of his word. Here it is. He answered me and delivered me from all my fears. So when I magnify God, God will deliver me from fear. When I magnify God, he'll deliver me from fear. What do you mean, Pastor? When you make God big, your fear gets small. When you lift him up, whatever you're focusing on, no longer as as big as it used to be. Give God glory and magnify God in the midst of what you're going through. Ooh, glory. Today, today, main text. We're going to be teaching, praise God, from Numbers chapter 13. In today's story, we're going to see Moses sending out his 12 spies to the promised land. And when they reported that Joshua and Caleb had a positive report, the 10 other spies had a negative report. By the word, by their word, Two million people die, never enters the promised land, only in Joshua and Caleb would come in. Be careful. In this season we're in, who you allow to speak into your life, who you allow to infect your faith. Make sure what you listen to is true. Not all news is good news. Not all news is good news. Be mindful of who you allow to get into your ear. Numbers 13, main text, y'all. Numbers 13, 25 says this. After exploring the land for 40 days, the men returned to Moses, Aaron, and the whole community of Israel at Kadesh in the wilderness of Paran. They reported the whole community that they had seen and showed them the fruit they had taken from the land this was their report to Moses we entered the land you sent us to explore it was indeed a bountiful country a land flowing with milk and honey here is the kind of fruit it produces evidence here is the evidence if you're going to build a case you build a case on evidence so now they have the evidence. The fruit is real. Now what this evidence does, this evidence comes into agreement with the prophecy that was in Exodus. Exodus chapter 3 verse 8 tells them that this is what's going to happen. It says this, Exodus 3. So I've come down to rescue them from the power of the Egyptians and lead them out of Egypt into an own, to their own fertile and spacious land. It's a land flowing with milk and honey, the land where the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hippites, and the Jebusites now live. Now, not only do they have the fruit, but they have the prophecy. So God told them this was going to happen. So now they're walking in what God had told them they'd walk in. Now, now I've got to ask you the question, can God lie? The answer is no. Is God a promise keeper? The answer is yes. Has God changed? The answer is no. So if God said it, this proves that God can do it. So God not only gives him the prophecy They go out and they actually find the fruit. Let's get back into Numbers 13, verse 28. But the people living there are powerful. Their towns are large and fortified. We even saw the giants there, the descendants of Anak. (laughs) Notice, after they got the evidence, the confirmed fruit. They got the prophecy from God. So I got the prophecy and I got the evidence. Case closed. But then they had a but. (laughs) I got a question. What but is holding you back? I would apply for the job, but. I would try, but. I would go back, but. I would start, but. We must all graduate from being satisfied with a taste of the promise to living and walking in the promise. Listen, hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me. Look at me, look at me, look at me. me, Get close, get close, look at me. Wherever your breakthrough lies, there's a giant waiting on you. Whenever you're going after the next level, expect a giant waiting on you. When you go to the next level, expect a new devil. Anywhere the blessing lies, there'll be a giant there waiting for you, asking you the question, how bad do you want it? You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, senior pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. Hello, family. David's breakthrough came after he dealt with Goliath. Jacob's breakthrough came after he had an encounter with God. Esther's breakthrough came after she risked her life to go before the king. Anything worth having will be a risk. Maximize God and minimize your problems. Never compare your problem with your ability. Compare your problem with God's ability. Never minimize what God showed you to fit your resources. Oh, God will supply. God told them, listen, the the land will flow with milk and honey. They scouted out, they came back with evidence, but yet and still they hesitated. Verse 29, the Immaculites live in Negev, and the Hittites, the Jebusites, and Amorites live in the hill country. And the Canaanites lived along the coast of the Mediterranean, along the Jordan Valley. But Caleb tried to quiet the people as they stood before Moses. Let's go take the land, he says. We can certainly conquer it. See, see, you got to have some people in your life that say, let's make this happen. Let's do this. See, there will always be haters, naysayers, and negative people speaking in your life. But you have to understand, people are like elevators. Some are going to take you up, and some are going to take you down. You got to be careful who you fellowship with and who you allow in your fears. You got to be careful who you allow in your ear gate. Because, see, they may not have the vision that God gave you. And they will speak fear into what God has told you to do. Be careful who you allow in your circle. You're the average of your friends. Look at the people who surround you. Who's speaking your life? Who's speaking faith versus who's speaking fear? (sighs) Glory to God. But Caleb said, verse 30, but Caleb tried to quiet Listen, listen, be quiet, be quiet. Let's Let's not hear that noise. We can conquer it, but the other men who had explored the land with them disagreed glory to God. Let me help y'all. There will always be people speaking against what you're trying to do. There was two million Jews here, and only two wanted to go. One in a million. This situation shows us that on the verge of your breakthrough, you will have more negative voices than positive voices. You are where you are based on the voices you heed and the choices you make. When I look back over my life and I look at some of the bad decisions I made, I always try to validate who was in my ear, who was speaking in my life at the time when it happened. Because oftentimes we will fall short and make mistakes based on listening to the wrong people, scary people, Verse 31, but the other men who had explored the land with him disagreed. We can't go up against them. They are stronger than we. Verse 32, so they spread this bad report. Do you see what's happening right now, believers? Right now all over the world, all you have is bad reports. So they spread a bad report among the land, among the Israelites. The land that we travel through and explore will devour anyone who goes to live there. Stop right there. Scary people always say scary stuff. How is the land going to eat you? Glory to God. The land is going to devour you. See what happens when you get scared, you say crazy stuff. The land can't eat you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. He says this, hallelujah. Will devour anyone who goes to live there. All the people we saw were huge. See, anytime somebody say all. They got to be some people who, anyway. Verse 33, we even saw giants. Here's the problem. We saw giants there, the descendants of Anak. Next to them, we felt like grasshoppers. We felt, we felt. We didn't know, we felt. You got to be careful with your feelings. We walk by faith and not by sight. We felt like grasshoppers. That's what they thought too. Now, how can... These children of Israel say what the other people were thinking about them. See, every now and then when you're scared, you start to put thoughts that are not even there in place. We felt like grasshoppers. We have to be careful because I've seen it over and over again. We we psych ourselves out. We outthink ourselves. People aren't even thinking the way we think. But we we have such a negative mindset that we think everything's not going to work out for us. Believe God. Trust God. You can't be scared. Hallelujah. I know (laughs) I have a propensity to just ask for stuff. Now, some stores don't negotiate, but at least you should try. But some people just, just feel like it can't happen. Why not? I don't care how big or how how nice or whatever the store is. You should at least ask. All they can say is no. Listen, is there a discount here? Is there a company discount? Is there a corporate discount? Hallelujah. What's your discount? Why don't you do that? Listen, you have not because you ask not. Sometimes we think things are too big that you can't speak up. No, 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 no. We walk by faith, not by sight. Hebrews 11, 6 says this without faith, it is impossible to walk with God. Why? God says we regulate, we walk by faith and not by sight. So it's impossible to please God without faith. So I got to ask a question. What are you doing right now that's pleasing God? If I cannot please God without faith, what am I walking towards or into that I need faith for? Because if I'm not walking... By faith, I'm not pleasing God. If I'm not walking by faith, I'm not pleasing God. So you have to ask yourself a question. In what areas of my life am I faithing it? Faithing it. Okay. Give me an example. Right now, I've had many doctors give me a negative report about my daughter. But I believe she's healed. I believe God has an answer. By So I'm in faith for that. Uh, We're about to uh, build a new building here at the church. Don't have all the money, but we're walking by faith. I'm, I'm, I'm putting my faith on it. See, faith has to be applied to something to work. Faith has to be applied to something to work. So in what area of your life right now are you faithing it? Is it a job? Is it a business? In what area are you applying your faith to work? Understand this. Faith needs resistance to grow. Faith needs resistance. Faith is a muscle. So the only way for the faith to grow is to work that muscle. Ooh, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I remember when we were on Dixon Drive and I told the church, I said, listen, um, we got to find a new building. I uh, don't know where yet. And I gave them a date. I said, we are going to be out of this place by this date. And a sweet little girl came up to me.
0: Hey, Pastor Jomo,
1: what happens if you don't find a place before the date? I wanted to say, get behind me, Satan, but I didn't do that. I wanted to say that to God be the glory. But anyway, what I said, I said, well, God will provide. Would you believe it was the first Sunday we were at Riverview High School was July 4th, Independence Day. Isn't God good? To God be the glory. And we walked by faith. I said, you know what? We're going to find land. Well, where are we going to find land at? Well, I looked everywhere I could, but I never thought the land would be right in my face. And then I didn't think it was we could afford it because, see, they wanted two million plus dollars. See, that was my giant. I couldn't do it. And But I said, you know what? To God, be, after I looked everywhere else. I said, why not at least ask them if they would take our offer? Well, initially they said no. Well, guess what? I asked again. And they said no. And we asked again. And it went from 1, 2.1 to 1.6 to 1.2 to 800,000. And then at that point, I pulled out my big joker. I said, 400,000 cash, 30 days close." Would you believe? They said yes. So then, then we have land. Then the next step was we're going to build a building debt free, no loan. Who does that? crazy people but we walk by faith and not by sight and guess what right now we are in a building that's paid off by faith listen it may seem big to you but it's not big to God let me tell you it may seem like a mountain to you but it's a molehill to God God sees you past this situation and every now and then we will allow the situation to be bigger than our God no magnify the Lord with me let us exalt his name together is there anything Genesis 18, 14, is there anything too hard for God? Ephesians three twenty says, Now unto him who is able to do
0: exceedingly and abundantly,
1: above all we may ask or things, according to the power that worketh in us. Faith is a muscle that must be worked. So if I'm not applying my faith to something, I'm not pleasing God. He says, For whoever comes near to God must necessarily believe that God exists and that he rewards those who earnestly and diligently seek him. That lines up with Matthew 6.33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all else shall be added unto us. Believers, don't allow negative voices to talk you out of what God has already said to you. When God gives you a God vision or a God word, there will be people who come at you to talk you out of what God has spoke you into. You cannot allow it. You got to walk by faith and not by sight. Oh, glory to God. I like that. I like it. Wisdom keys. Number one, we must be strong. We must be strong. This is from Joshua chapter one, verses five through nine. We must be strong. It says this. No one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. That's a strong statement. Uh, God is telling uh, Joshua, listen, son, people may come at you, but I want you to know in advance that no one will, that's, will be able to stand against you. Just like Romans 8.31. If God be for you, who can be against you? He says, this: for I am with you as I was with Moses. So now he says, listen, you see how I was with Moses